podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the Anfield app after Liverpool go to Leicester and win by three goals to two. Uh, a match that had more back and forth in it than anything that I can care to mention as I've started this metaphor. I'm not quite sure I'm going to finish it. I've got with me Rob Gutman, Ben Johnson and Gareth Roberts. Uh, and we are absolutely overjoyed to be talking about a Liverpool victory. Um, Rob, you went down there. Uh, you seem to have had a very pleasant time indeed. Um, but obviously the most pleasant thing is the victory, the three points. Yes, yes. Um, I, I, I can't, uh, ecstasy or relief, I'm not quite sure where I am with this one. I, I felt, in a way, I think it's, it's more like the latter. I think it's a, a, a game we needed out of our system. It's a tough game to go there and win. Um, actually, I'm still in a little bit of shock that we've won the game, and not just because we haven't won one for a while, just because it didn't look like the, the sort of game that Liverpool have fated to win. It felt like the Watford game. In fact, I don't see what the difference was, really. But No, we were better in this game, better in, in many, many big parts of it. There's a point where we should have taken the game totally away from them. I suppose if they don't get that second back after we go 3-1, we, we probably take it away from them. But even at 3-2, I thought, come on, we'll, we'll get another one or two here. Let's make, but I thought that at Watford. I can't make sense of watching Liverpool much at the moment, um, but I'm enjoying it, I have to say. I have actually been enjoying it even while we haven't been winning. Enjoyable? Was it enjoyable for you? Uh, no, was a valid answer. No, it wasn't at all. It's not. An, it's not. You know, it's great. You don't get any. You don't get a chance to enjoy it. You know, we go as Rob said. You get. You, there's no cushion. There's no ability to kick on. There's no ability for us to have a little period of dominance after we scored a goal. We 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 just crackers. We just score and then go. Oh, what, what are we doing tonight? We're gonna win, aren't we? And then they go down the other end. Going like, just do something for five minutes that we're nothing happens. We need spells where nothing happens in matches. And we're unable to do it. Something's always happening. Nothing always boring, is there? No. Just kill 10 minutes here. Just kill 10. We've just scored a 2 0. Kill 10 minutes. We've scored a third in a minute. But it never happens. It's always, oh, well, let's just give them a chance and see how we get on. We're, not, we're probably going to win. I don't know. It's, it's hard to watch it. I think it's because it's so unusual. We're such an unusual football team. We make no sense on any level whatsoever. You enjoy it? I loved it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, look, like the, I, I get that the stuff to still be worried about and I get that there's still concerns and I get that you know you saw stuff there that you think fucking hell this is going to be a long season but at the same time I just thought we needed we needed something to change the mood we needed to end that run that rut that we were in and also I just ate Leicester I, 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 I can't be arsed with them everything about them Jamie Vardy the manager everything and, and so like it was just it was a huge the whole result was a huge fuck off for me, and I enjoyed that. Obviously, um, that, that, I was I was banging into that. Element. Yeah, it was just it, it ended up just being a fight. It was ended up just being like a weird dog of a match. Everyone just jibbed it and just like ran up and down and moaned at the ref. The ref completely lost his head, including the linesman as well. And it was one of them. It could go anywhere. So to come out of it and have him won. My actual first thought on it was, I, I imagine being in the Liverpool changes after you've won that. It must be absolutely brilliant. It must be buzzing. I loved I loved Klopp's reaction as well, just like hugging everyone and punching the air and going mad. And I just think I just think it would be good that for for the for the spirit of the club. Like, you know, it's it's easy to pull apart, it's easy to say about all the things that were wrong on the day, and there was plenty of that. But I just think, you know, the, there was some heart there as well. You know, we've questioned Liverpool and, and this group of players about being nice, about caring, about all kinds of things. And I just thought you saw loads of stuff on the day that actually was encouraging in terms of character. We're not having a fucking character debate again. But, we, don't uh, to, we don't need to have one. We don't like need to have one. They showed it, yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, lo- I just thought loads of stuff got 
loads of admin was boxed. So we, we know that Casino's not down on tools and he's fucking brilliant. And we're singing his song again after he scored and great goals for Liverpool. So that's that sorted. Yeah. So people like Duncan Castles can can absolutely fuck off now. Um, you know the song actually. Can I can I interject on you guys? Because I, I was ready to go with a full continue. Oh oh oh. Yeah. But one in every three wasn't prepared to do it. I was fuming quietly. Senior was it. senior was one of them actually. Because right, I'm not. He's like the yeah. Because guys, I'm, not, I'm not singing to him <laughs> right. in that voice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not singing his song. But you know, I know, I know um, Henderson as well. I thought it was brilliant and just kept going and like it was appealing for Everton and I got onto that. He was in the refs here. He was in the linesmen's here. He was in Vardy's here when he took the pen. So, you know, and like he just looked like a captain. You know, I understand that he's not everyone's cup of tea and that he's probably been going through a bit of a bad patch in terms of his form. But he, he led the way and, and he deserved that goal. And it, I was absolutely made up for him when he scored. And then you've got Mane coming back now after this suspension as well. So just think all of a sudden now all, all the conversations around Liverpool have changed and all of a sudden we can focus on positives. And I'm made up because it's been grim for the past, whatever, it's been 11, 12 days where Liverpool couldn't buy a win. I think in some respects, although it's a 3-2 and therefore to anybody sort of hearing the score afterwards go, aye, aye, a Liverpool performance, that must have been, aye, aye, cynical fans and the wider football public. It didn't feel, it, although, yeah, it did feel like one of those games because of the order of the goals come and the stress you're under. But if you watch it back calmly, it's not that kind of game. I don't think we make a job load of defensive errors, for example. I do, that's no. not why it's a 3-2. Um, I don't think we lack ruthlessness. We're a little bit unlucky in key moments. I think it's, an, it's, it's not another hard luck story, but it, it, you know, it's another sliding doors moment kind of game which we've been going through. Where there's that, still a that's, few, though, isn't there? I mean, there's still a few. You know, Salah should score when, when Emery Chan hits the post. Firmino should score when well, that's we, unlucky when, when, when we break on. Firmino should score, I Firmino agree. should score and it makes it, what, 3-0 then? And then it's just gone then and it's done. And, and I just think... You know, the, so there were still little moments like that where you just thought, fucking hell, Liverpool. I mean, and like, I thought Massa had done Vardy when I first watched it and got absolutely slaughtered on Twitter for about 12 hours afterwards. <laughs> uh, I've seen it back and I get it now, lads. It's not a foul, tweeting no. Me. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, is, it isn't, but he does put himself... I might think what it is. He he's, really puts he himself put, in the situation right for him. Yeah, yeah, he's right by him and, and it looks like Minion. John I want my centre-half doing that, mate. And I was yeah. happy and I want I want, it, I want my captain getting in people's ears. And it's the first time in a long time that, it, that it's happened yesterday. And it was almost like the manager said, right, you know what? I know what the script is here when you go here. These set the tone. These set. These set the precedence, and they bully you. So what you're gonna need to do is be audible, and you're gonna need to niggle at them, and you're gonna need to get in the ear, and you're gonna need to try and wind them up. And for the first time in a long time, some of the players were into doing it. Mm. Matter up one. I want me centre half niggle as a, as a forward runs past them because nine times out of ten, no referee in the right mind gives that free kick. It's just we had a biased man swat. <laughs> reffing yesterday which you know you won't get every week you'll get poor referees but none of them will give that foul ever because he's not interfering with play he's never going to get the ball so I want me centre half doing that I want them blocking people I want them I want us to do more of it so when Morgan lashes Firmino I want Firmino next time where's Morgan gets the ball to stick his finger right in his eye or his finger up his ass or whatever something horrible just so that then they're in a battle and where's Morgan's head might go? And we don't do enough of it. But yesterday was one of the first times we started doing it. Started Dude, I liked early, early. Did you do um, All Brighton does Salah? Yeah. It doesn't get booked. And then there's the, there's a bit of a set, set piece down the other end. And one of them pushes Salah in the back. 
and Henderson was right over to the referee to go. They've done him twice in three minutes there. You're, you're on to the fact that you've given two fouls, and it's on the same play they've done him twice in three minutes. Yeah. And it's the first time I've seen that from any Liverpool player for a while. It he was, couldn't have got over to the referee fast enough to say, did you just, have you just seen that there? There was four or five instances of Henderson actively talking to the referee. So it's clearly under the, unless Henderson's come to that conclusion himself, which I don't think he is because he doesn't really do it every game. It was clear to me that being an, an instruction to say, get in the referee's ear, protect you need to stand up and protect your team. You need to fight for our interests. And there was a couple of them doing it. Not enough, but it was a start. And you want to see that every week. So now we go Saturday, next Saturday, what, you know, what, whatever it is, let's start selling. Let's start setting a tone that we're not hard done to. Let's not give referees the chance to give free kicks in the last minute to put us under pressure. Let's start saying to the referee, that's a foul on us. Look at us, we're a good side. We're not a sob story. We don't feel sorry for ourselves. Let's start bossing games and setting our own tempo. We were aggressive. You know, just we were, on that, just go, go back, I'll go see you on this, Rob. That's where I made up the, man, the manager's post-match comments. He gets stuck into the referee. Yeah, he does, he yeah. says, yeah. we're not getting any marginal decisions. And that, that's what suggests to me. He said you know, all of them. All of them. Yes, all of them were against them. us. And I think it's mm. absolutely... I'm, I'm made up he's come out and done that because either he's, he's seen the tone that his players have set or he's agreed it. You, you suspect he might have just agreed it with Henderson that we're not standing for this anymore. And I'm made up with that, Rob. I, that's what I want to. I, I think it's time for a bit of that. I think you do that for six weeks and the seasonal, and you'll 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 get better decisions over the course. Ferguson of the season. did that all the time. Yeah. He, 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 he has said before, Klopp. I like my players to be angry. He said that that's that's how they should approach mm. a football match. Angry. I thought even aside from you know the the game management anger side of things that you've referenced, Ben. Uh, we, I mean, we've become used to calling it pressing, but it's aggression. Yeah. It's ang it's will to win is what it used to be called. Uh, Coutinho, I thought noticeably, I thought, yeah, he used to be. I haven't seen that in him for quite a while. That level of aggression. He was, he was, you know, he was a red meat Coutinho yeah. there from the off. It's possible how he celebrated the goals yeah. as well. It was, yeah. like, it was like he celebrated the goals like fuck off. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he was wild. I thought yeah. it, was, it was nice right. to see him like that. He, I thought he was fantastic, but I thought generally. We took the game. We took the game to them. We, in the in the way we took it to them in the League Cup with a different set of personnel there. Mm. Well, Coutinho aside there, and we bullied them as a football team. We outplayed them, bullied them. A two 0 we were smoking cigars. That's why I think I went down eight minutes before half time for my small wine, thinking it was utterly safe. And then hear a bloody roar just before after I thought the half time was gone. Was it an injury time that goal? Yeah, yeah fucking hell. But any, but anyway, it was it was a comprehensive uh, defeat of Leicester in that first. They were overrun. I think that there's 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 loads of little bits to get into the game and we're sort of we're moving around a little bit. But I want to talk about that the patch that that uh, Rob's talking about there, Ben. I when Liverpool are two 0 up, they deserve to be two 0 up, yeah. and I think that's a really you know sometimes you can just find yourself two 0 up in a game because you've had a couple of chances and you've you've took them well. Whereas it's a Liverpool side that deserves the Coutinho free kick. It's a great way to go two 0 up, but we we deserve that to hit the back of the net given the football that we played by that point. Yeah, we were, we were, we that was us at our best. We had we had a, you know we had that one slip where. Um, Vardy gets in when our defensive shapes all over the place Lovren tries to step out that aside we played really good football the aggression was right we we were prepared and happy to battle with them um, and it was almost like we, we'd had an instruction you're going to need to fight for yourselves here boys you're going to need to stick up for yourselves and we were happy to and that's I think I think what's been clear is that there's been a need for a bit of steel and a bit of aggression just to make sure that things go your way. It's not it, it's not like... I think it's a realisation that you can't just batter teams. You need to earn the right to play footy. And first half yesterday, I thought I thought we did. And I, and I think I think the disappointing thing was we'd done so well to get 2-0 up. 
we'd, we'd play we'd managed the game so well we'd, we'd controlled every aspect of the game pretty much we'd, we'd took all the sting out of them the game's won and then it's just silly for two minutes and you just it's driving mad I think that's why you know you're talking about did you enjoy the game I enjoyed large periods of the game but it was immensely frustrating that goal just before half time I could have strangled someone probably Mignolet I could have strangled Mignolet and you know whatever you think about him I think he's shite and I'm and I'm and I'm I've, I was swayed at the end of last season because he was better for the last eight weeks but I think he's shite I actually think he's shite I think he's at fault for all three goals yes. I, think he's, I think he's at fault for the penalty and I think he does well to save it but at no point should he be getting congratulated for winning us the game because frankly he fucking cost us two goals he's shite uh, and the one he saves from uh, Damari Gray he, he pushes it into his pushes path it right. it's not a great save the first goal like let, let me just it sounds like a tash because not everything stems from a direct fall from the keyboard the first goal uh, Matapaz lines. they get the free kick the free kick comes in the lad flicks it header on it's going right into Min- both the Minulate Minulate can stand there and catch you it's got no pace on it instead he tips it over I the bar it's, I th- it's I th- there lad I have a look I don't, think, I, don't, I don't want him trying to catch that I wouldn't want almost it's any here. keeper trying to catch it's that here. I it's think that's literally harsh. here. In slow motion, he he gets to whip it with his arm. I don't know. I, he, he sets himself. He chooses to put his arm up, and then he watches it for ages and goes like that. Now, I'm not having it that he can't just move one step to his left and put two arms up and catch you. I'm not having it. Then for the goal, all right, he's getting... Imp- people are saying he's getting impeded. He's he getting impeded. Him. He gets held oh, exactly. by him. Fucking lash him. <laughs> Fucking lash him. He does you're get away from him. He you're going to hold me. Yeah, bang. Cough for that. He won't be holding you in a minute, mate. Stands all over his feet. Whatever it is, push him, lash him, put your hands up, scream at the referee, referee, this lad's got hold of me. What he's not, he's too nice, Neil, and he's never gonna be good enough. And all right, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but he's not he's not ruthless and he's never gonna be ruthless. So we may as well fuck him off and never play him again. He's mad on the penalty, I think. Because he's mad on the penalty because he, <laughs> he does get he does get a touch, which is what Klopp was talking about. You know, how how's it a penalty if he gets there first? But he gets a touch by seemingly missing it and like sort of scuffing it and it's like use your body mate use your arms you're, you're the keeper I'm the, I'm the same I'm the same on them on them like the massive things on a free kick and and it's not a penalty but I want both of them to do better so Mignolet there he should be if he just clears that which he should do if he just webs that and it goes into touch and he can do he can then put him in a headlock and kill him for other referee cares if that goes into touch because at that point it becomes well you've clearly got their first because the ball's in Rosehead yeah so that's what should be happening and that's why I, do, I agree that he's at fault for the penalty because that should just be going or he should catch it or use your hands. I don't understand why you. He's a shit house. Why are you coming out with your feet? Yeah, he always does that. He always, he's a he always leads with his feet. Yeah, he does. He's not. He's not strong enough. He's not brave enough, and he's not ruthless enough, and he doesn't communicate well. So for me, he's not good enough for Liverpool in goal. He wouldn't get a game for any of our, any of our rivals ahead of their keepers. He's not worth a carrot. Fuck him off. No. I'd have to pass check. I, I wouldn't, would. not on a month of Sundays. I've got, I've got, come on. I've got no interest in Peter Jack and goal. I've got no interest in Mignolet. I don't have any interest in Mignolet. I mean, but I'd also, though, I'd have Mignolet to carry us every day of the week. I'd have Danny Ward, and I've seen Danny Ward enough now to know it's not totally an illusion. And actually, I don't care if he's got a secret whopper in him of a mistake, he's still not going to make the number of mistakes Mignolet makes. I've got a bit of clout about him. 
He's got something about him. Mignolet's got nothing about him. And Mignolet is out of the ball at his feet. And we're now, I was saying before, weren't we? We're celebrating because he bangs one up the park once in a while. Because you don't trust him to play with the ball at his feet ever. So 70 80% of what a goalkeeper's touches on, in a football match will be with the ball at his feet. He's the least good with the ball at his feet in the division. He's not I the least good in the he division. Is, I'm not he having is. this with you again. This is absolutely oh, no, no, you, bullshit. No, it's not I've bullshit. Who's better? It. Who's I've worse? Watched, I've watched Jack Butland kick it and he's fucking. No, last. he's not worse. Just, no, he's I'm not. I've watched him kick it. You don't watch the goalkeepers up and down the country. The number of keepers I watch, the numbers of keepers I watch, where you're Are you going... some kind of goalie aficionado? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where, where I go? If Look fucking Mignolet kicked that, if, if Mignolet kicked that Gutman, Gutman would be like coming to find me in the stand. Why do I get picked up for slagging up and pick on him? I've just I'm absolutely... He's It's the kicking that drives me mad. I love can't fucking kick it. He honestly, like, Courtois can't fucking kick it. He can't fucking kick it. Courtois can't fucking kick it. doesn't matter. I don't care. Hang on, no, no, no. I'm not talking about how good they are at the stuff, because he's just said that 80% of the stuff doesn't fucking matter. We'll come back to you in a minute, dickhead. Right. Courtois. Okay, fine. Courtois can't fucking kick it. Courtois can't kick it. Now, the lad who we played against, Jesse Schmeichel, is much better with distribution of the ball than Mignolet. No argument from me. No argument whatsoever. So Jack he's not the best. distribution is fucking crap. Everyone likes him as a keeper. I like him as a keeper. Oh. And I'd, have, I'd possibly have Butland. I'd have a look at Butland. But I wouldn't have him because he can fucking kick the ball. Everton's midgets can kick. <laughs> yeah, but he's I'm not saying that's arms. the only he's thing. Only he can't ball. catch the ball. He can't kick the ball. He shits on crosses. He, can't he, can't, he saves one and two. Been, I think he's been a lot better. He has been a lot better. I think he's been actually good. I think this is the thing. He's been a lot better. Now I'm dealing with you. I think he's all right. Don't get me wrong. I think he's all right. But this, yeah. we were talking about it. There's been an unbelievable lowering of expectations of what a yeah. of what a good goalie should be, and Mignolet has managed to hodge everybody's head <laughs> because he was shite. Then he got a little bit better. Then he got a little bit shite again. Then he played well for eight games. Now everyone's like, oh, he's he's, he's quite good. He's not. He's a he's a he's a fucking kid. Everyone. Good. He's pulled a veil over everyone. I think he's quite good he's because not. I think I like the full I, title you gave him before the show. <laughs> I think he's I think he's quite good. I'll find out what that title is in a minute. I yeah, think I'm he's quite good. I'm going to bring Gareth in a minute because Gareth just sat there and watched this and actually filmed some of it. I think he's Instagram. quite good. And the reason why the reason why I think he's quite good the reason why I think he's quite good is because I think that you all overrate how good all other goalkeepers are. You're all kidding yourselves. Larice has made about three fucking howlers this season. Yeah, he has. He's made about yeah, three, yeah, three yeah, things. Yeah, done three yeah, things this yeah, season that yeah, if Mignolet had done, Rob would have knocked at my house to knock me out <laughs> after the fact. Do you know what? Do you know really? Like genuinely, okay. Let me let me genuinely say why I don't think he should be Liverpool's keeper. I, he probably is quite good at a lot of things, but I think because of our whole attitude and uh, I think the issue for us is that we're not strong enough. We're not mentally strong enough. And and I think yeah, I agree. We battled yesterday and it was brilliant. And you can't say we don't lack guts. But what I think we lack is a killer instinct, a nous, and I'm not having it that Mignolet's got any character whatsoever. <laughs> I think he's like a void. He's just like, it's like AI or something. Honestly, it's ridiculous. He's, he's like fucking eye robot. He's got nothing about him. He's got no presence. He's got no clout. He holds no sway. He holds no currency. <laughs> he's a foreign man. He's surrounded by, I can't remember the rest of the lyrics. Um, that was a Paul Simon awful lyric. <laughs> Gareth, he's shot. <laughs> I think. I mean, if we're, if we're doing Mignolet, like, I think I think the, the one that annoys me as well is is their second goal. Like, it, there's a, there's a series of annoyances in that goal. A like that you concede and that soon after scoring and everything. But 
Like, and Mourinho does the mad thing where he makes himself smaller as a defender when I thought you're supposed to make yourself bigger. Um, but, but yeah, it's the way he palms that just back into the path of Vardy for like the easiest goal he'll ever score. I'm not a keeper and I never have been, but I was around 40 pitches enough to know that that isn't what you're meant to do. You're supposed to put it somewhere where it's safe and, it, and it's just a, a bit of a not and save and it ends up in his path and it's a goal. And look, you know, he gets the credit obviously for the penalty. Um, him, Atcherberg, whoever it is who's watching fellas take penalties, you know, they're pretty good at it. They're, they're doing a good job. He saved, what, five of the last seven or something now and seven and 15 full stop. Great. But, you know, just bread and butter stuff still, you still you still have doubts about him, don't you? And I think... I think as a support as well, you know, we've 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 experienced this for so long now. There's not a confidence watching them. But there's not a confidence watching this defence though either, full stop, and I think that's a problem. And I think Klopp tries to skate around it a little bit. He was doing it again in the press conference, but I think what he was trying to say in a roundabout way was because there's so many conversations about the defence now, we're all watching it like a Hawkeye. And every time there's something going wrong, you're, ad- you're bolting that onto a previous mistakes you've seen. Yeah. And the defenders know this as well, though, as well. And you can see the nerves in how they play. And what I was trying to think, and, you know, look, it's almost impossible to do without sitting down and watching, like, 38 games again or something. But I was just trying to think, like, when have Liverpool done the, you know, a dominant defensive display? When have you when have you come out of a game and gone, like, when you used to watch Carragher or you used to watch Hippie or something like that, You'd come out of games and you'd go in the pub and you'd have a pint with your mate and you'd go, he fucking won everything there. Everything. He blocked everything. He stopped everything. He was shouting at people. He was a dominant figure at the back, so much so that you were watching it going, These, they've got no chance they can't get past him. He's mad him. And, and I look at our defenders and I just think, hmm, don't know. Matt, you know, Matup's okay, I think. Gone off the boil, come back on the boil. What's his top level? Is it as, as top as it should be, if you know what I mean? Lovren. I hardly noticed him yesterday, to be honest. I, I noticed his first 10 minutes. Because <laughs> he was absolutely the ball away terrible. Oh, yeah. First 10. I mean, Dexy Lovren's first 10 was was phenomenal. I thought he calmed down clearly. And it's back to, I think, the thing that you're talking about, which is the idea that of the manager that, that, he, that we're being watched by, by the, like a hawk here, lad. So let's not cock yeah, anything up. Definitely. At which point he cocks everything up for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, everything. Which I thought was, you know, it was. I wanted them to pass to him just to see what has happened next. Yeah. Someone give it to Dexy because something he might just burst the ball. It was, <laughs> it was just ridiculous. The rest a, of them were good. I thought actually individually. Those defend. I thought. Should I, have a pen. Of course, he should have a pen. I thought. Ma- I thought. Matt's booking that one as well. I was made up with that booking. I, th- I think matip has been broadly shite this season, but I think he was really good yesterday. I don't know, maybe there was a glitch I missed somewhere along the line. I thought he played well. I thought Moreno was good. I thought Gomez was good. I didn't, Gomez's last 20. Gomez but he gone. doesn't have a good last 20 as a rule. He, the manager, it's a great <laughs> sub. It's a great sub, I think, because he yeah. basically puts Milner on to go and stand in front of Gomez and talk him through the last 20. Mm. That's what he does. I yeah. mean, it's, I think it's a guy... Well, come on, to talk about the, the manager's use of subs yesterday, but I thought the, <laughs> Milner, the Milner sub, when it was, was, was you go and look after him because he needs some looking after now. He's gone there completely. And I think this is back to the idea again of you know because I mean he's he's absolutely diddled for the for the second for their second he, all Brighton well, makes an absolute oh yeah show. yeah he turns yeah, him on done. his ass puts him on yeah. his ass doesn't he yeah, absolutely and he knows and the thing is if you're Gomez at that point you know the extent to which you've just been done there and just completely took yourself out he makes all is it all Brighton who does him he yeah. makes him look like the best player in the world I yeah. thought come on Gomez fucking hell but I don't know look yeah I suppose I'm, I'm I'm judging Gomez in a bit with a bit of context of his age and thinking you know what he's all right he's progressing you know nicely that, he's still a bit of a risk at times but he's a good player that that moment you're talking about there where he gets done as well like. Like, honestly, look, I was shit at footy, but like, if something like that happened, 
And like it was in the moment it was in, as in you've just scored. And like back to what Ben was saying before about just sort of going, you don't concede in this period right now. Just come, someone come and boom him, put him on his ass, and and, and give a free kick away. Just go, and then and then why he's on his ass and picking himself up, moaning to the referee and the place and the ball and a fella's getting your yards and putting shaving foam on the pitch and all this shite. You're going to the rest of the lads. Switch on. Yeah. We've just scored. Get your shape. Sort yourselves out. And, and and it's that still where you're like, come on, Liverpool, like back yourselves here. He's a bit, also you know? too far up the pitch, isn't he? He's our fullback. Yeah, in, a, in a moment we're meant to be com- compact. Us, yeah. On He's, this, on this, I want to go to Ben and I'll come back to you on this, Rob. I think I, I completely agree. The, the the defenders get get watched like a hawk. And I thought yesterday, first half especially, I thought Chan was excellent. I thought you know for, for, up until the point like where him. it goes where it goes two one, I think Chan Chan could well be the best player on the pitch. Uh, I don't think he has that good a second half, and you wonder if he's still carrying a bit of an injury. Uh, Henderson's very good throughout. Important to say that I think we all agree. But we're not about all halves to play at the back four. And I think that's the other thing. I think if you're being watched like a hawk and going back to days where you'd see Carragher and Hippier throwing ridiculously strong centre-half performances, well, these have Alonso Mascherano or Alonso mm. and Momo Sissoko or Alonso Hello. and Momo Sissoko and Gerrard. Didier Man. Didier Man, all these lads in front of them. I, I, if, you're, if you're in a defence that's going to be watched like a hawk, it's not about all halves, this, I don't think. No, it's not. And it... I think yeah, it's not. It's hard because they're getting they're getting asked to do a lot. They're getting asked to take a lot of risk on the ball for the kickoff, which you know, if you're a centre half, you don't necessarily want. Um, they're getting asked to have a high line because we're, because we're getting out. So the the chance that Fardy has in, this, in the first half, we lose the ball. They turn us round and we're all over the place because we've because the turnover so quick. So you're, you're exposing your players. You're exposing matter against Fardy's pace. Um, so you are asking a lot, and I think I think the problem, the frustration when watching Liverpool defend is that we defend impeccably for vast, the vast majority of the game. So the vast majority of a lot of games, so you go and you play Burnley at home, we, we defend really well for really long time. But when we don't defend well, it's a chance or a goal. Yeah, and and that's the same every week, and that's what drives you mad. There's no, I think I think what what's lacking and what they've clearly tried to instill. Is that little bit of organisation, a little bit of trying to trying to win, the little bit of favour from the referee, put a bit of pressure on, put people off the game. That la- that's lacking. Neither centre half is a, is able to do that. I don't think Lovren can do it because he's too busy concentrating on himself. And I don't think Matip's got it in his makeup. They're not talking to each they other. Don't that's talk obvious. To each other. You yeah. see the you see the against Burnley at home when there's a long ball, there's two lads still chant a centre half behind him and a keeper behind him. And he had it out for the corner. Mm. And him, him and Clavin. Him and Clavin. No one, the keeper should be screaming at them. Clavin should be screaming at Chan. Chan should have three different shouts at him to leave it or get out the way or keep his ball or whatever it is. No one talks. That's part of my frustration with the keeper is that he, he just doesn't communicate enough. He's not he's not physically imposing. He's not he's not a character that can impose himself on his centre halves. No one's scared of him ever. He's never scared of anyone in his life. And he never will. Um, so I think maybe it's harsh on the keeper because if you had two other centre-halves you could communicate if you had Carragher playing who's screaming at Joe Gomez last 20 minutes lad just get shut get in here tight next to me whatever it is then you haven't got as much focus on your keeper you don't necessarily need your keeper to be that good so it's almost like a it's a perfect storm of it's not a lack of character because that's harsh because they have got character but it's just a lack of of like that instinct, that defensive instinct, that sort of someone who enjoys the horrible side of being a defender, you know, the the negativity, 
the pessimistic view. Like, Carragher thought everyone around him was going to make a mistake at every every next step. So he's got the ball. He, what happens if he makes a mistake? I need to be in this position because if he does make a mistake, I need to be able to clear it. None of them... Have, that doesn't, It doesn't seem to come naturally to any of our defenders or our keeper or a lot of our midfielders. And so they're having... I think they're having to learn a lot about positional play. That they, that is just it's not an, it's not instinctive. I think in a way I think in a way Carragher's the sort of defender because he knew he had limited ability. And let's so, be right. Yeah. So he were, he was he was rightly terrified of being isolated, and that, I think that brings that. With I remember the only time I've ever played anywhere remotely near a half decent performance in my shit football career was a centre half, and I do vividly remember that I was used to scream at people around me, "Get closer, get tighter, don't fucking leave me on my own." That was the subtext of all of it, and that is what's. Whereas you got someone like Matip, he's he's quietly a bit of a Rolls Royce, and he backs himself. But he's an introverted character. He's, you know, and he, and he wants to just get on with playing the game. God knows what personality Lovren's got. I don't even want to dissect that. But <laughs> <laughs> a Moreno, has, there's another question. He has his own clothing brands, for fuck's sake, Lovren. I mean, and Albi Moreno's, that's another. That's but another what you're chapter. talking about, Neil, is why Henderson was good yesterday. Because he, he was good because there was a few times I thought where he just thought, fuck it, I'll sort it. Do you know what I mean? You're seeing him all of a sudden pop up in our box, putting challenges in, putting blocks in. I mean, I haven't seen any stats or anything like that, but it seemed like he did that a lot. It seemed like he was in the right place a lot of times. He, he was scurrying around, cleaning up, putting tackles in. But there was one in particular where it just seemed to go around the box a bit and he just seemed to come in from nowhere and go, fuck this, yeah. and just sort it. And and then, you know, on his goal as well, he's sorting he's, it there as well. He's the one who breaks it yeah. up yeah, yeah. for his goal. And then, he, and then he runs the whole length of the pitch and we score a goal. So, you know, this is why he deserves was, every credit for I was yesterday. Gonna say, I want to say, I'll go back to you, Gareth. I know John is desperate to get in, probably got to slaughter somebody else. <laughs> uh, that, you know what I mean? He, he hasn't slaughtered one of these picks for five minutes. He's getting edgy. <laughs> to be fair, mate, I'm bad from selling these before. I'm now bad from watching the game in our house. I, can't, I cannot literally. I've got Sky Sports and... And BT, I pay, pay full work. I don't watch it on shite. And I now can't watch Liverpool in, in my own house anymore. So it's these pricks fault. Because of your be, potty mouth. Because of all the fact I've volleyed, volleyed stuff all over the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that, I thought, I thought, Gareth, it's manic to start the second half. It's, it's bits, it's back and forth. And I think, again, in centre mid, uh, I think Henderson and Shan grab hold of the game Henderson especially but Henderson and Ch- they grab hold of the game when we score we're actually on top yeah it's a counter attack but we've actually been looking the more likely yeah. we're, con- we're insofar as anyone's controlling that sort of game um, we I felt we had control of it at that stage I felt we were we, we were we were cruising a bit and that's why I think why why the, 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 the goal I want to talk about that bit first but why the goal when they do go 3-2 is such a kick in the teeth because you're like we were on we, we, yeah. we, we wrestled the them. initiative back here yeah. it was ours and then we then we scored the goal but I think in that period to talk about the, you know saying before can we just have sort of 5-10 minutes where nothing happens well we were doing that yeah, that yeah. was what was happening to be fair to them and to be fair to them especially in the middle of the park they were they were sorting that out and Liverpool were on top I thought it looked dead hard, though. To, to you know, I, I think the control conversation is an interesting one in the context of this particular game because it it looked dead hard, like it looked dead hard to as a game you could control because because of Leicester because they mm. were just, you know, they they weren't they weren't being pretty. They didn't want to be pretty. They wanted to just get stuck into yeah. They, they, they want yeah. They wanted to win second balls. They want yeah. Just just throwing themselves at it and lo- loads of massive lads just banging into each other. It, making it dead physical, making it scrappy, and and what Liverpool did well at times was, was get out of that, 
and play some nice football. And and, and you know, there's some really nice moments that that didn't come come to anything where you thought. Ah. I mean, you know, I, I mentioned the one before for me. You know, should bury that one. But there was some like really nice one and two touch stuff as well around the edge of their box that I remember. And you just thought you've got it here. And then you know, the, the, around the period of the Henderson goal as well. It's it's worth mentioning that that's Todd Sturridge was brilliant when he come on. He he, he just yeah, he really was. calmed the situation he down because like everyone was like hundred mile an hour panicking. There was there was misplaced passes. There was there was there was actual panic in the Liverpool ranks at times there. And he just seemed to come on and go, "I'm boss me, you know, and and like I'm all right here." And like he he, he took good care of the ball. He, he got some good shots off that he was unlucky with. And he, he's really good on the goal, I thought. Just, like, really calm, keeping it, keeping it. I'm, I know I can see the fella in space. I'm just going to release it at exactly the right time. There you go. I want to play. Bang, goal. And and he, he looked great. He, you know, you talk about Rolls-Royce, like, he looked Rolls-Royce there. I think there's a noticeable difference between Sturridge this year and Sturridge previously under Klopp in that one of the things you could, you could always say about why Sturridge wouldn't get his game away from home is that... He doesn't hold the ball up. He doesn't look after the ball under Klopp. And I think this season, when he's come on in games where we've needed a little bit of respite, so yesterday that period for the, you know, we're, we're working out how, how can we impact on the game. Thought for me, you know, didn't couldn't really get in it. Thought no. I, I thought Maguire marked him well in fairness, right up him. Didn't give him a mini. Um, but when Sturridge come on, it was like. <laughs> I'm, I'm better than you, matey. I guess that ball. And he looks stronger. He looks physically able to hold people off. Um, and he's always he was able to buy seconds on the ball. People trying to get tight to him, just be able to turn one way, then go the other way. I thought he was excellent. I thought he was pivotal. Why we got the third goal? Actually, it's underrated how good his hold up play is. Actually, I've always thought that about him. I thought he made a, he made a big difference because he played well. But Firmino had a, had a poor game. Mm. I, I think you could count his touches on your hands. Yeah, he, he, I, I, he was well. really surprised at, uh, at his lack of impact. Maybe he occasionally hits these periods where he gets tired in the season. I wonder what Klopp will do on Tuesday night, whether he gives Sturridge a start then go let's get Firmino properly fresh again. But yeah, Sturridge. I think Sturridge with a couple more games under his belt and his eye that little bit more in comes comes away with that with two goals. Yeah. There's one where he just floats it in, and you think, come on, that that's a Sturridge goal. That's just that's just unlucky. He was fantastic. I think his whole performance, Rob, was. I I, I think for the minute he comes on, it, it is the attitude of, I'm the best player on the pitch now. Yeah. Now yeah. this this game's now a complete. I've changed this game just by virtue of being here. I'm now the best player on the pitch, and can everyone just pass the ball to me because I'm the best player on the pitch? There's a couple of runs he goes on where he just. Without ever seeming to do anything remarkable, he just goes past three or four yeah. people with the ball at his feet. They're yeah. either terrified to touch him. I want to come on to that because that's one of the issues. That one of the po- huge positives the way free- Coutinho was taking those free kicks because you don't want to give a foul away now anywhere around that penalty mm. area because you think he can just put the, the, this in and that's that. But he just, but it's not just that. It's just a sheer quality. I thought you just uh, and again, it's not even like he's running ridiculously quickly. They're just not being able to get near it. And you're thinking to yourself, "Good Lord, imagine." You know, imagine how often he can, how much he can do for us this season. That's, I think he's the biggest positive from last night. In that, I come away from that game thinking Daniel Sturridge this season looks like he's he's fifteen goals, of which half might come from when he's come off the bench, changing games, calming games down, killing games. I, I, I honest, if he, you know, I, I, I think Henderson's mom. But I think, you know, if if, Hend- if Sturridge's performance was like that times three, if he played the 90 minutes rather than half an hour, then you, you, you're saying that, you know, Sturridge is just remarkable there. 
Yeah, he doesn't he play the full 90 against Burnley the other day? I think he does, or, or very close to it. And I actually think it was quietly a nice bits and pieces performance there that just a goal would have made people sit up and go, he's really back here. And I think a goal yesterday, people would have gone, oh, Jesus, Daniel Sturridge, what what you're saying is, is the actual reality of it. And it was interesting that they gave him, they didn't even put him anywhere near the bench against Leicester on uh, Wednesday night, Tuesday, Wednesday night. They'd... I think that there might there must be this new approach to really, really managing with kid gloves so that we get him, so that we get him to the absolute peak of Daniel Sturridge-ness that he can Klopp, be. Klopp got asked about that and he said uh, we, we left him at home so he could train twice. We didn't want to bring him so he didn't train um, and then have maybe five minutes or our extra time. We left him at home so he could train twice so he was still in like a good moment, still able to be physically flying. I think you'd be very tempted to put him in in Russia. I think I'd like that. I think you play. And I think one of the other things I thought was interesting yesterday was, especially you mentioned it before, Neil, about Chan first half, but he was a lot, it was a lot more of a two or a yes. very narrow three in front of the... When Chan was as deep as Henderson. Chan, at times, Chan was, in, Chan was deeper than Henderson. And, I, and I, you wonder if that's one of the things they've thought away from home without the ball, right, OK. Tuck in two years, definitely. One can go and help if needs be your fullback, but the other two are right in front of the centre halves, trying to offer a little bit more protection. And I think the other thing it sort of flags up is, is now Mane will be back. You know, all things considered, if everyone's fit, it's it's one of you know you've got Mane, Salah, Coutinho all wanting to play, probably gonna play, um, Firmino or Sturridge, and then you're thinking, okay, well maybe it's more of a four-two-one-three, yeah, then. Than the normal three three attackers and the three midfielders, the four three three. Maybe it's more two in front, doing a bit more dogging away from home, um, and letting the other lads just play with the with them and the fullbacks play, and we us tight little five unit behind or four unit behind will just sit there and and keep it tight. So that'll be interesting. Four two three one, for sure. Yeah, well, there's not much difference. Not just much inverting difference, the triangle, and is it's it? having an extra presence in front without the ball. An extra bit of surety in front of the centre. I, I, by the way, I don't think it'll be like a, a classic four-two-three-one because I don't. No. I think he, he away from home. As, well, I think at home it'll happen naturally, but away from home, I think he'll want his. He'll want those two, those two wide players, to be as high as humanly possible. Yes, true. Off the basis of it, pin, it pins them back. If you've got both of them in there, suddenly yeah. you're having your fullbacks. You don't want to let them sort of sort of wander off and go and and go and do little bits and pieces. Well, I think the way we, we often line up under Klopp is, is effective. It's a kind of boxing midfield in, in those kind of games. And then you've got the, the, the wide forwards doing what they fucking well like. So you've got Coutinho and Firmino playing at the, at the top of the box and Henderson and Chan at the back of the box. And that's that's the, the Brazilian system, isn't it? Mm. And that, that's the way I think we'll develop. Um, moving around the whole game, Gareth, um, I think back to us being quite a strange side, Mm. We go, it goes three two, and and you're thinking to yourself, oh god, you know, there's 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 the potential for absolutely anything here. The other side of the penalty, you're thinking this is just going to go bananas. When you actually calm down with it a little bit, Liverpool are much much more likely to score than Leicester are at three two. And it reminds me a little bit of the Arsenal game last season, number the four three at, at Highbury, where we got four one, and then we were dreadful, and it goes four three, and the next thing we see it out pretty well, and they, yeah. they don't get that close to our goal. I think that, with the exception of the late free kick and all of that sort of stuff, I think we actually see that out pretty well in the end. I think the Milner sub helps. Yeah, we're, act, we're on top, aren't we? Really? Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it was as you panicked because they scored so quickly after you panic, obviously because they got a penalty. Um, but after that, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I, I, th- I thought they were all right at seeing it out, and Milner definitely out because 
he just added that ex- extra bit of energy. He was everywhere. He was he was getting in people's faces again and all that. And as you said before, probably helps in terms of just organising and being a senior head on the pitch and just having a bit of nose. But yeah, it wasn't too bad apart from that that free kick that the ref just goes, yeah. Do you want another chance there, boys, just to uh, to get everyone having an heart attack one last time? Well, they didn't make a chance, did they, after the pen? Leicester, they don't have a chance, do they? I don't they? think they do. Don't no, they don't. That's, that's what that, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But that's, not, the, not that's the infuriating thing, isn't it? Because, you know, we, Liverpool get laboured that they can't defend, you can't defend, you, you definitely can't defend. But when we want to defend and when we switch on to the fact that we need to defend, we fucking can't defend. It's, it's just... I just think it's maybe a bit of game intelligence between knowing now... Actually, right now, boys, you're in defence mode just for fucking 10 minutes and then you'll score and then the game's killed. It's just that switching on as soon as you... Like that almost sensing that there's a moment here. Two minutes before half-time, right, we need to just let's fucking defend for our lives. Even if I used to play with a lad who used to just scream, whenever any team got a corner, he used to scream. The top of his voice, Martin Gorty, he's a subscriber who'd be listening, he used to scream, defend for your lives, boys! Defend for your lives! And everyone would laugh, but we fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's but it's it's like a sense. It, it's like we haven't, got a, we haven't got a game sense of like what do we need to achieve in these next couple of minutes. And I suppose that comes with experience and that comes with winning things. And we're a young side and we, we've we got young players and we've got no real clout about the team. What's the average age of that back four it's yesterday? Not, it's not. Well, it's, what is it? It's 25, 26. 20 and 24. Yeah. But, you know, where's the 32-year-old Grok? Who not, who's been there, yeah. knows. You just buy a pinchy little couple of... Clavin? But that, that comes with its own conversation. Well, yeah, exactly, because he's, like, he's been... 32-year-old Grok is good. He's played for Estonia a million times and they've been beaten fucking 999,000 <laughs> times. Do you know what I mean? What's the point in him? He's been all around the world, but he's never won nothing. And he never found his baby. One <laughs> 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 for the teenagers there. Some mad lyrics getting thrown in here. Have you used that last time? Paul Simon. I've been rolled Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Graceland there. Hey. Hey. I could even to live with it, are they, the young lads? Uh, uh, young lads and girls there. Now that's why I call music three kids. Uh, um, no, I think that that's. I, I think it is, you know, Rob. I think you, you actually saw the value of the bench for the first time yesterday. And, yeah, you and referenced that, that's it, a conversation you? you've been able to sort of have around the manager in terms of is he. And I think the other thing that helped. I thought the mentality yesterday. I, th- I think we're, we've been weird this season at times. And I think part of the reason why is we felt like we've got a little bit of wiggle room in games and there's been the idea of, you know, he's trying to get everyone some time on the pitch and get everyone sort of playing. Whereas yesterday, and the reason why I was bouncing after yesterday was because yesterday felt like a cup final. It just sort of felt like a game that if we didn't win, and especially the way it played out, if we hadn't won that, to me it really did feel like a cup final. If we hadn't won that, if we don't take all three points yesterday, you're looking at that league table and you're beginning to go, this is this season can slip away from you. And I think that's massive, and that's why I think it is a massive, massive win, and that's why I was celebrating it like we'd won the European Cup last night, was because I th- it adds all of that about it. But my point is, that's how they played. That's, the, for instance, the captain's performance in there was like, this is this is defend for your life. This is a matter of life and death today, boys. This is the season right here now. If you don't do this now, this is the season. No one well, said what, have said in, what have we said every game? Uh, well, I know I've bloody said it. It feels like an extended pre-season. It still feels like we This one didn't. This one didn't. This, this one, and the You've got to so- say how much Leicester fancied it, though. Yeah, yeah they did. You know what I mean? exactly. they, they, they were like... 
we've got these. You know they, what I mean? They've, they've already knocked them out. They've got a the blueprint. Court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 we're the hoodoo team. We get up for this. It's, it's, it's our no, Saturday. Also, we've still got a loads of lads but we, and who've won the league. But, but going back to the mean? sub point, let's get back to the, the sub point is the substitutions aren't he needs 20 minutes for his legs because he hasn't had a full preseason. It's we need him to win the football match for us. Oxlade Chamberlain wasn't just being given minutes because we feel a bit sorry for him. We actually needed him to do a job. Sturridge comes in in a like for like for Firmino in a certain way because Firmino's flagging and we need energy. Milner does it to protect Gomez. It's, they're all decisions to win the football match and they all work. And Oxlade Chamberlain, who got pelters in the week, a bit unfairly, I thought, did a nice 10 minutes there. That's a good ten, he... But to go back to your point, Gareth, about Leicester, Leicester, Leicester were desperate to win the game. They thought they had the blueprint, but they also knew it's R5, Saturday, their supporters yeah. are up. Everyone's up. But the other thing to point out is I'm talking about our season. I'm going to talk about the table in a minute, but I'm talking about our season and the way in which it's developing and all of that. Leicester have now played six, four points. But they themselves, this thing I've just said, where they're all looking at each other going, we need to get three points here. Three points, and the word Everton are, they're, not, they're then played six, seven points, and they're on that Everton trajectory. We're going to be all right. We're going to get a few points on the board. And before you know where we are, we'll be seventh, eighth, ninth, if they win last night. Now they're looking around going, well, Brighton play today. If Brighton get a point at Newcastle, Brighton go above us and we're 17th. And you can say, well, it's only six games, but I think six games is your marker in that. Six games is a sixth of the season. So I think you're right. I think that Leicester were, that that's the, the most intense Leicester can play. They tried to play yeah. the game on their terms and they think they can beat Liverpool like that. You look, look, look at Vardy, like, you know, I, I absolutely despise the fella. But look at, look at the effort he put into yesterday. Like every time one of our defenders had the ball, he was there like catching them, little, little, little digs, little bits of studs here and there. Loved it when Albie had a big go at him. Like, I mean, I don't know what he said to him because he doesn't speak much English, does he, Albie? But I'm sure he must know fuck off. I reckon it might have just been that. He's from Seville as well. Yeah. And the wild in Seville. Yeah. He sold, it'd be something mental. But they were... They, they were there <laughs> was a lot of beatings as a kid, didn't he, Albie? <laughs> there was just He's loads hard. of signs. I mean, you know, you know they, they had that chance very early on, didn't they? And, and you could see the manager, you could see Shakespeare out going, that's it. Do you know what I mean? That's it. That, we've got them here. Do you know what I mean? And then all the way through, they were they were horrible, and and they bring they bring on that grok at the end, Slomani or whatever he is, and you think, oh shit! But he never got a sniff. Well, so, do you think he's there? The seven? I actually think there's a case. I know they haven't got the points, and they may 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 make me look stupid. I think they're the seventh best team in the league. I'd rather be back in that squad than Everton squad. I think they've got some really good players. I th- I I was yeah. really impressed with them. Indeedy in centre mid, I thought he was excellent. He's really I good. I thought he was brilliant. I'd have, I'd have him. Do you know I'd have I'd have Okazaki tomorrow. I, I was. I, I think, think he'd fit right in. He's magic. He's one of the best players in the fucking he's world. It's like a fit Danny Ings. He's, un- yeah, he's unbelievable. He's good. Mm. He's, he's good. Uh, indeed, they've got a good spine. I told Maguire was good. He was unlucky for the third goal. He gets out. a bit cocky and, and, and comes out. But for a fella who's got the shape of a fucking big potato, he played quite well. You're the lad decent as well. The lad they brought off the bench, Greg. He's, he's, he's got, got the good players. Good. players. Morgan, you don't get a lot of change out of him. He's good at what he does. He's, he's, he's the type of centre half who you could. I mean, he wouldn't. And I, I suppose that's a difficult thing, isn't it? And what's Klopp? You yeah. go back to what Klopp says about there's not five centre halves better in the world for us. But imagine trying to get Morgan to do what our centre halves have got to do. It'd be a fucking holy shit. They got pace and aggression. No other wine blues up. I, know, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be, I think it'd be terrible. I, honestly, I think that Morgan would be like, he lost get, about three, he lost it, three training sessions off. and go, I can't handle this. Yeah. 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 Go on, you think. I think they're better than Everton. I'm going to keep saying it. I think they're better than Everton. They, they may not get it because I don't know. Because you know, there's a sense of fatalism. I think it's certain clubs, apart from when they won the league, obviously. But I, I don't know. I think they've got pace and power and aggression. And I think Shakespeare's actually a bit of an underrated manager. I don't know. They fancy, <laughs> and they go they down. fancy that though. Didn't here's the point. They fancy that. Yeah. They sense blood. They thought they could have us off. They seen the run we're on. They, they will have seen 
all the all the you know the media whirlpool and negativity that's been around Liverpool and thought, aye aye, you know we, we've got a chance here. And then the fans are knobheads as well, singing sign on you fucking yeah, Tory yeah, fix. Yeah. So you know, shove it up your ass. You got beat, brilliant. I, I, I did like this mad Instagram live where it was where it was manic last night in ours. Because I said I said to Ben like before we came in that yesterday I was trying to not have a bevy. I was trying to be all clean living and that. But, but, and he said, "Gareth Roberts." You know what I mean? And I was just sitting fall? in ours with it on the telly, and I was like, "I'm not going to do the mad thing, like, because I'm a bit mad watching it in ours as well." And I thought, you know, the kids are here and all that. But honestly, it was like banging on the walls, throwing stuff everywhere, the, the full it. And, I, and then I did this Instagram live where I was still feeling like that. And I was saying all kinds of madness. I was saying, could someone get me Vardy's mobile number? I want to ring them and just go, ah, down the phone. It's, they, they, they're a good side. They're good at what they do. You know what? Like, they're struggling. I'd love them to go down. I'd absolutely love them to go down. <laughs> I loved them. I, I hated when they won the league. People were like, oh, this is great. What a, what a fairy tale. No, it, was fucking, it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. I can't wait for them to go down. It's all like the manager is big, stupid fucking Giles. It's all like that he wears a tracky. He doesn't suit it. He looks like him. He just looks like the one of the worst people you'll ever meet. And he's he's the surname Shakespeare. I mean, what the fuck? This couldn't be more pound shop Ancelotti. He's a fucking balance. <laughs> I, I everything about them is wrong. What is is what's wrong with this country? And them, you can just that's it. That's why I don't like. But they're going to take points off some, somebody else in the, in the big six. Go. Somebody else in the big six, maybe one or two, will drop yeah, a point. And, there. and if the goals are, we'll have him easy. And uh, I'd probably have Maguire actually. I think he looks a decent player. Um, I don't know how good he'd be doing shapes for us trying to run backwards. But um, as I've them two, Vardy's you know Vardy's a nuisance and he's a wasp. He's horrible. He's a good player, but he's a good player. He, he he's he's he, I mean he chews tobacco on that before the match, which is mad, isn't he? Does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. What a fucking weirdo! <laughs> I was going to say before we came in, by the way, that I had, I was I was I was really worried about half time. It might happen now. I was really worried about this show because I knew at some point we'd talk about Vardy, and I was going to say, boys, watch the live on that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he <laughs> genuinely does. That. I haven't made that up. He chews tobacco. All right, let's have he does probably just ciggies. <laughs> Just like it takes the peel off. Have a strong line. <laughs> Let's have a strong line. Lambo um, Butler. It's, it's all right. Uh, it's matches, lad. No, we're gonna. I'm gonna, them. I'm gonna talk about this on the review, and it might be semi. It might, it might, it might hold together as, as a semi-serious discussion. That's coming if you subscribe to Tour Player the Anfield app.com forward slash subscribe. We're just kids. Yeah, I mean it's worth pointing out that we're doing this within 24 hours of the final whistle going. We're doing this 11:30 on the Sunday morning, and my head is still very much in there. Just get in there, yeah. state. It's not Absolutely. in there. It's not in the sort of calm. Let's have a chat about the footy state. I'm still. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see how many of these people in front of me I can cut out for a pint when we finish this. And I'm optimistic I can get two. Um, before we know where we are, it's it's quarter to nine tonight. So we've got our tops off doing karaoke. Um, but I want to talk about the table and I want to talk about this as a jumping off point. When I played six, eleven points, which by the way is you know one point off. Um, of going at two points a game. We got 76 points last year. And yeah. things haven't felt good, but we played six, 11 points on the board. Um, Tottenham played six, 11 points on the board. Chelsea played six, 13. Yeah. United played six, 16. And City played six, 16. But, but Arsenal played five, seven. So let's allow for the fact that Arsenal beat West Brom at home. They go to 10 points. And then they're probably seventh or eighth place. Wrong. Yeah. 
Um, We're so, I've, I've done the math. I've been doing the maths on this one. And I, I always look at par. What you, it's not just two. Yeah, two points a game is the par you want to be in contention in the conversation. It gives you seventy six points. But you also at this stage you have got to look at the quality of the fixtures played. Yeah, exactly. United yeah. United sixteen points uh, is a slightly flattering one because the fixtures they played. I work I worked out if you looked at what you'd have expected given these fixtures, they're about a point over par. City are about two over par. We're about one under par. I think given the the fixtures we've got. We're a solid, to my mind, the, the true league table is we're a solid f- fourth, but we're only a couple of two to three points off the t- off the pace, not five, which it truly yeah. is, with a balance of victories. But also, I think we're a fairly solid fourth as well. It's it's okay. It's a good foundation with a disrupted start to a season. On that, I think you know, in the context of the wider picture, uh, Ben, everyone looks at City. They pull Roy Hodgson's Palace apart five nil yes yes yesterday. United get a really tidy little one nil at Southampton, but Southampton do look a little bit blunt. But fair play to United, it's a good result. I think the two standout results yesterday uh, are us going to Leicester and getting the win. Yeah. But I think it's Chelsea going and banging four at Stoke. Yeah. Stoke, Stoke, yeah. got results against United and Arsenal in the back pocket already this season. I think that's where you're you're going. All right, then. If what I'm trying to sort of say is, I sort of think the season starts now. Is my my point is the season starts now for everybody. I think everybody's now in. They're looking at each other. We've jockeyed. We've all done. We a know bit what of everyone's this. about. Yeah, everybody knows what everybody's about, and it looks like it looks every year. It looks like Man City are going to romp the league, but they're not. And it looks like United are going to win every game because Mourinho can't concede goals, but they're not. We look now look handily placed, but only because we won yesterday, and that was why it was such a big game and it was of such importance. Because now you th- now you look and you think, right, okay, we've knocked that Fuji on the head of we can't defend. You know, all the attention's gone elsewhere. You throw Mane in that mix now, and for the first time this season, we can line up with Firmino, Mane, uh, Salah, and Coutinho as a as an attacking foursome. Yep. I don't care who you are. You can throw you then throw storage in. I don't care who you are. If, what defenders you've got, we could play fucking anyone in defence. If that four click, we're scoring a lot of goals. We're going to give someone at Aiden. It could come next week against Newcastle because I don't think they'll be able to do to us. What other teams are able to do in terms of disrupting us? They'll try and stop us playing with Rafa's clever little tricks and his blocking passing lines and all that stuff. But you just fancy if we get one there, we might get four or five and we might whack them, especially with them four available. And you just think we can kick on now here and we can maybe win the next two. Then I think we've got United coming up. You know, you beat them, then United might go on a bit of a flap. <clears throat> so it, it was just key. It was key yesterday to win. And it was great that we did because I think we we might now it, it almost felt like yeah this is a this is a this is a springboard for the rest of the season. It reminded me Gareth of Chelsea away last year in that you know at that point we didn't know what Chelsea were going to go on and do, but it was around the same sort of stage. Maybe it was a game early that Chelsea game, but it was the point where you sort of realised that this Liverpool side that it's capable of yeah. of a bit more than just than just blowing people away, that it's capable of scrapping. Because that second half against Chelsea, yes, we were much better first half, but that second half was a massive scrap. Not dissimilar to this. It was a big late night, late early late evening televised game. It was a you know what I mean? It was it was one which you knew everyone's got one eye on. And and Liverpool fought the weight of all three points there last season and then went on and and, and, and bounced from there. And I just think I, for me it feels a little bit like that. Maybe it's come a little bit later, but it doesn't feel like if that's our bad spell and we don't have another one, then we're in great shape. We probably will have another one. There'll probably be one more. But if it's like that one where it's just two weeks, it's two two horrible weeks, two weeks where everyone's doing everyone's heads in. But it feels like you know if if, if we can if we can limit it to that, we've actually done really well. If we're pulling ourselves out of that slump, no, it, it's it's it, it it's huge. It's a huge result. It's the first win that Klopp's got at Leicester as well. 
um, which he seemed delighted about as well. I think he probably knows that, you know, that, like we'd, like we've already said on the show, the way they set up and the way what Liverpool's weaknesses are, the two coming together and it makes it difficult for Liverpool. So they've dug in, they've got a result, they've shown character. Like I said before, I think it would have been brilliant to be in those changing rooms, brilliant to be on the coach on that trip home. They must all be looking at each other and going, Yes, lads. You know what I mean. It's just, it's just one of them. The flight just, to Moscow, the bouncing to Moscow. Yeah, exactly. Now. It just, it just lifts everything. And and you know, I wrote, like, I sat down to write our like newsletter thing that I write every week at the end of last week, and I was like, you know, because we've been getting mad shouts off people all week about, you know, because people go mad when people people genuinely go mad when we get a few bad results, and I understand why. It's because they care. It's because they're passionate. But they start having a go at us. And I, and it always, it, it always ends up being me who's going back to all these mad people, and it's like you know some of the shouts are absolutely wild about that. You know I'm getting paid by John Henry to say something, and that it, you know if, if I didn't say something nice, I wouldn't have got an interview with Jordan Henderson once or whatever. And it's all absolute bollocks, and it just means we can brush all this away. But also when I was ta- I was talking about that, but I was also talking about the, the the bad run, if you like, that everyone's been talking about, and even in the bad run. There were so many things where you thought, it's not that bad. Like, you know, Firmino misses a pen against Sevilla. Sevilla's score with two shots on target and get a draw. You know, Burnley, we play well for a pa- for good patches. We, we have about a million shots and 70% possession and we don't win. You know, it wasn't like we were absolutely crap in all these games. And the Mane thing's been a blower. I think that's another psychological thing, by the way. It's turned into a thing that, you know, like, oh, we're not as good when he's in the side. I, I, I wonder about the psychological effect of him not being about. Oh, and by the way, can we just have a shout-out for him going to once cross Asda? Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. what Kissing babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, a, what a fella, man. Um, amazing. But yeah, so him being back's massive. Coutinho, you know, ending yeah, that talk. It's now put to bed. All that's finished it's all, put to bed. It's all to bed. So there just seems to me now loads and loads of things we can go... You, you can just read, you know, what Ben just said a minute ago about beat Moscow, you know, go to Newcastle, win there. And then all of a sudden, we're just like, we're sound here. We're all right. We can focus on the positives of, the, of this squad again. We can stop talking about the manager because that was bollocks anyway. You know, it's been the first real time that's happened. I know it's only a, a core of cranks that have called yeah. for his head and all that. Lunatics. But it's still the first time that it's really happened in the two years he's been here. So that's still... And, and, and Klopp to me has looked a little bit stressed. You know, for the first time, I don't think he's being as cool as he traditionally is in press conferences and things like that. He's looked a bit on edge, so I imagine he had a good bevy last night as well, and I imagine he's probably still having one today as well. So you know, it's right. Let, let's let's enjoy where we are right now and let's start being positive again. I'm gonna enjoy that. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy the game at Moscow. I think it's gonna be an interesting game. It's gonna be a good test. Uh, pick me a team between you. Uh, presume that Carius is in goal, not least because Ben John has battered Mignolet in the uh, intervening period, so Carius is in goal. Put him uh, in the fritzel cellar. So, so hard. So hard. <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So ridiculous. Not having it. Stay in there for a bit. Uh, just not having it. Just not having it. Uh, that's one. Uh, I love the fact that you've got to go out now to watch it on Tuesday, by the way. I just, well, just want to have it in my head. That's, it's hysterical. So you're going to go carry us in goal. What are you doing at the right back? We don't Trent. Well, you, know, you know when everyone says it's defo Trent? Who else is he? Well, I know he hasn't trained in much here, but if he if he wants to be a little bit more conservative, it's not beyond Klopp. He could play Milner there, but I'd still put money on no, trains. No, but Milner's... Tra- he's, he's, he's made a point about yeah, the training. Yeah, he trains as a midfielder. I'm just I'm putting it out there, but I think it's Trent, yeah. Trent, OK. Uh, left back? I'll be again. I think I'll be again, yeah. 
I'll be again. Um, centre halves. Need to start the majestic two, I think. Again, there's no changes there. I don't think. Matip and Lovren. Would you not think about protecting one of them? I'd, be sure, just I'd think just... one of them it, won't play. Oh yeah, well, this was the, the only Lovren, Lovren. You know, there's the injury the time thing. He went off with gas and air, and he uh, he played the next week. Well, so Lovren, all, let's all remember that. Lovren, Matip, and Cham were all late fitness test jobs, weren't they? Yeah. More or less, or only or only just trained again on on Friday. So there's a possibility that one of them misses out. But I think if they're if they're right, he picks the pair. Okay, um, centre midfielders Henderson. <sighs> We haven't talked much about Genie yesterday. I think, I think he played well. Do you think he played well? Yeah. What did you think he played? How do you think he played? I thought he had a battle. Sorry. I thought, I he, thought he was I thought, pretty anonymous. I, I thought he didn't think he was in it, but I thought he battled well. He, he held people off. He wanted to have a bit of a scrap. He had a mad shot at the end. don't even know what he was trying to do with it. Like, like I, I, I the way like, it, the technique on it and everything was just wild. I don't know what he was doing. Oh, yeah. The one that comes across his body yeah. and he's trying to absolutely put it in the bottom ab- corner. He doesn't need to. No, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I paid attention to him more than yesterday. But I think because there was a lot of talk about just the murmurings in the crowd about he never scores he's away, he's shit yeah. away. And so I don't know, maybe he was in my eye line, his side of the pitch or whatever, behind, behind the goal, obviously. But I thought, I noticed him doing a lot of bits and pieces. That I thought he was really, really good. I was, I was coming out to Paul Cena going, I think that's the best I've seen him play away from home. And that's not high praise, but I thought he was all right there. Mm. Um, but, I, but if you, but the three in Moscow, if, he, if he's fit, it's, if they're fit, it's Chan and Henderson are there. It's, it's now comes down to that, does he want Coutinho dra- uh, into the midfield or not? I've got a feeling if everyone's fit, I think he plays a bit safer and, and puts uh, the solid three again and goes Wijnaldum in there and goes, I'd rather stay compact. They're meant to be crap, though, aren't they? I, I think do, one miss out. I think yeah. Milner plays. I don't know who for, but I think Milner plays. Um, Could be. Legs, Could be. More than anything. Do you know, I've got a suspicion he might not start Coutinho. I've but, got a suspicion he might not start Salah. He gives mm. Salah, Salah gets the full 90 there, I think, yesterday, doesn't he? Mm. I've myself forgotten him coming off. I think he gets the full 90. And I think he might just he, he mm. might have in mind you, you're just gonna you're gonna be the threat. You're gonna run ninety minutes for me here. You're not gonna play against Moscow. And I think we see that four together for the first time at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the first time we see it. I think it's the first time it happens. I I just think he might. It might be Mane in, Coutinho left, Firmino through the middle. Mane might right. even be Sturridge. Sturridge might. And he also Sturridge through the middle. Give, and, give Firmino a little rest. I think. And then um, and then someone in someone in maybe Milner for Chan. Maybe it's Henderson, Milner, Wijnaldum, and as you're saying, what, Coutinho, Firmino and Sturridge. And Mane. Oh, sorry, Ma- sorry Mane. Coutinho, one of Firmino and Sturridge and Mane. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. I think he'll want Could to get... Coutinho- I, I, and I, if I was him, I'd have the attitude of, I'd want Coutinho to do 60 and take him off, yeah. rather than the idea that you're trying to bring him on, because I just think you want to get him on the pitch as much as possible and just get him back playing. Is there any yeah. mad stuff going on, like in Russia, sometimes they go and it's like minus 100 and they're playing on a plazzy pitch and that. Is it, is it still spring? <laughs> It's Does anybody got going to use weather watch or something? I'll find out the weather now in Moscow for you. <laughs> it's good that you're just thought of with this, uh, with this, sele- with this hypothetical selection. The weather is uh, inclement in Moscow for the time of year, comrade. <laughs> it is. It's 12 degrees, mate. That's 12 degrees centigrade. Okay. Right. Partially cloudy Tuesday. That's fine. Um, Any snow? 10% precipitation, mate. Nine mile an hour wind. The well, we're not expecting 68%. a big drop off like minus 20 business. No, we're not, no. Sound. No Napoleon action. It's good that he's checked no, it all out there right, for yeah. us. Uh, give us a man of the match. Uh, in fact, I'll give you a top three um, rather than uh, rather than just just one. Give give us three. I don't want them in an order either. I, I asked this on the post match show yesterday. I think it's a nice thing to do when Liverpool play well. So I don't want them in an order. Though you can give me them in that if you want. Uh, three players who stood out for you: Gareth, Henderson, Coutinho, Chan. It's hard to argue with storage storage with a uh, with a added sort of three and a half because he was boss when he came on. Mm. Henderson, Coutinho. 
And if you'd asked me, you know, just my gut instinct was Salah, because I think he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And six goals in eight starts. He's about as good as He is the biggest. I love the goal. He's the biggest. But also with the mean and all that, all of that's meant. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He gives him a little wave. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because they were trying to do it against Wofford, weren't they? Something similar. Try to get Wofford, try to get Burnley. But it's 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 his pace, though, isn't it? Yeah, that, that I full, will get that, there. That full-back's looking at that going, Mum, is that No going? threat. And then it's his, his pace is absolutely wild. There was one he chased down on the right. And, like, honest, it was like him. It was like Speedy Gonzalez or something. Yeah, it was ridiculous. like his legs are absolutely flying and he, he just eats that ground up. And that's what he's doing on them. And that, that's a great goal, that's a great header. They were giving the goalie shit on the telly. And I was like, God, there's not the goalie there's not it's, point, it's, it's, it's point blank range, yeah. It's top in. Has, has, any, has any attacking, has any it's player really scored as fast as Yeah, I would have, yeah. I was thinking that. <laughs> Definitely. That cunt. <laughs> this is the problem, and this is why you're wrong. This is why you're wrong. This is why I'm right and you're wrong. It's things like that, it is. Honestly, if Mignolet can see that, people are going I know, absolutely I know, I know, I know it's hypocritical. I know all this, Neil, but I just can't be fucking doing it. And I'll tell you something, and also the third, right, our third, goes through the goes into the middle of the goal. And if Mignolet can see that, you're all sitting here going, that I'd just goes straight down I'd the middle on the of the goal, pitch. that. He should, be, he should do better there. He should, he should. anticipate it better. He should. he should be off his line faster. I like Schmeichel. I think he's good. I like him as well. I think yeah, he's, he's good. He's I think good. he's good. Just like I think our fella's good. And yeah. I think that you can drive yourself mad saying that goalkeepers are crap. It's dead hard to stop shots and he stopped five of them yesterday. Anyway, what were you saying, you gang of pricks? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Look, you're no different. You, you, I've started this, this with you. If you and Graves and me were in a pub, you two be virtually punching me about on a Mignolet conversation. You go the other way. You go the I'll other way. You can't, you can't. Yeah, but yeah, but we do get that. You do get that way with a player yeah. when you when you want him to. You don't want him to fail. But well, Mignolet's had twenty not bad games. And, right? yeah, and yesterday I fucking lost it with him. No, no, hang on, not bad. But by the same token, I've seen those who in the camp of he's not bad. He's had a hard time. Mate. He's really all right. You know, this bollocks Neil comes out with. They've. they've They've virtually, they've, they've virtually, they've virtually got him. Europe's number three. He's, 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 not he's, 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 just, he's just behind Neuer. He's not Europe's number three. We're all wankers deep down. My point is that he's quite good. Point is that he's quite good, Rob. He's quite good at being. Yeah, he's six and he's six out of ten. He's quite good at being dead boring and quiet. Yeah, I think again, again, I think that if basically, I think that if he had his own clothing line and he shouted at people a bit more, you'd be going, hey, fuck. We've got to stick up for side there. He bollocked them after that one went in. He's the other player of bollocks about set, him. He sells pears or something, doesn't he? Like Mignolet pears. See him somewhere, right, yeah. Right. See him somewhere. Right, there's loads of stuff on the Anfield app this week Walking if we're all talking pears. to each other by the end of this. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you've got all the way through, fair play to you. It's been a big 65 minutes. Uh, thank you very much to Rob Gutman, to Ben Johnson and to Gareth Roberts. Well, I'm just going to go and continue to shout at people and I think they're going to shout back at me. That's footy, isn't it, I suppose. Sports Social Podcast Network.